0: We are looking at uh, Colossians chapter 3. Uh, Paul, almost in every one of his letters or epistles, um, all of those letters, Paul has a tendency to write about half of the and says, therefore, this is how you ought to live. And so teaching and through the doctrine and through all of that, and now he's wanting to take us to the and behavior. Um one of the things that is very clear, to know the truth, the truth has to be worked. You know, there, there are a lot of people today that think, they just, you know, have can say that we agree to this. Paul stands in absolute disagreement to that. And Paul says, there has to come a change, there has to come a transformation. And one of the teaching, my preaching, has been very mired. And so one of the concerns I have, and congregation thing if the pastor stays a long time. And so we may be without transformed lives following the big heads. That is not enough for you to know the truth. It is not enough for you to know your life. And put it out there in the way that you live. Be students somewhere instead of followers of Jesus. Followers means that you come and follow me. He didn't say come and learn. important to the Apostle Paul. It was very important to Jesus that we, but we know it by experience in our life. Christ. And therefore, that means we need a new perspective in how we it hasn 't just happened to one lady, um, but you 've heard of the lady who literally thought she was absolutely that poor, and that 's all she could a wealthy millionaire, but she was living eating dog when she died, and a lot of times we as Christians, but we are still living eating dog food choose. And so Paul says, "No, we need to be trans the way we live." So this is where he starts, Colossians chapter three. Been raised with Christ, set your hearts on things above. He so says, "Remember who you are. If you have asked Jesus into your heart, you need to remember that now your life is all about Jesus. You here on earth now has to be worthy. Has made you." Christ has made you and given you to live here on earth in such a way that reflects who Christ has made us. You are alive to. Now, um, when I was, year before last, with Charla Fox in them, she was really alive too. <laughs> and one of them, it didn't matter what form, whatever, she could take and she'd plow into it. And you know, you didn't have to spend any time with that was that was it. And and you know what Paul says to us people need to see in us is that we are alive to Jesus our life. Paul says, for me to live because his passion was Christ. So so set your hearts, set your above. begin to um, desire the things that that heavenly position would desire, where he says, set your mind on things above. So, it on things above, not on earthly things, for you died and your life is now hidden with Christ, you also appear with him in glory. And so the theme goes from... Now, Set your heart about renewing our mind. If if we are going to go from living our old life, what Christ has done for us very well, we have to change establish certain patterns of how we think and we that Christ wants us to think. Paul says in Romans chapter formed how by the renewing of your mind. Thinking and prioritizing Jesus in your life. Now we are dead to sin. Should be able to identify what sin is and set up to. I'm walking away from that uh, because, so you know, basically, if we will just keep our eyes on Jesus, whatever doesn't take us there, we say and give us clean hands. Sit, put it in words very, very well for us. <laughs> Again, He's the focus. When He appears, then you will also, you know, Christ. That's the way he sees us. He already sees us up in heaven yet. You and I don't sense that fully. But we are going to be like him. Now, if we have above, that takes some time and some doing. That's trans on earth anymore. But this is where we live. <laughs> so it move our affections and our thinking away from what is all around us. Christ wants us to think. And he says then, and so he says, you have to recognize that your old life is simply dead. Your earthly nature, sexual immorality, impurity, because of these, the wrath of God is coming. Once lived. You and our natures. We have an earthly nature. We have a heavenly nature. They can live at war with each other, and Paul says that you and I need to re- it and and reconcile it as dead. Just you know, your earthly nature it will desire some things. Sometimes we just need to recognize these things. It says your earthly nature desires sexual desires and greed. Those things are evil. Like the church just accommodates those things as part of being, you know, living it's not who we are. If we are Christians, if we are believers in Christ, these things need to be dead to those things. And he says, so you don't choose what you, do. you choose, your heavenly nature. Your heavenly nature, God will never for you. And if you will begin to live according to your heavenly nature. Now, I. I want you to notice because it says that of God is coming. If you are a Christian, the wrath of God is not. Excuse it. Do not pretend of God is coming because of these things. You, as God, because I invited Jesus in to be my Savior, I can live any way I want. God expects His people to live differently than the world. The doctrine of the Bible and the Word says that we. The Word says, and you cannot just come to Christ and live the way you want. Jesus changes lives. And if he didn't, wasn't changed life. Why are you bothering with coming to church? Then this all is a sham. And if that's not happening, that's not his fault. Changed and and when they're not changing, we need to cry out to God and ask God. Transformation cannot happen if we keep going back to the old pattern of personal holiness. As long as you go through their rituals and their disciplines of religion, there's real culture countercultural experience. And I remember being, how they just thought as long as they prayed at the right time it wanted. and I see that creeping into Christianity reflection of Jesus Christ wants to change and transform our life (laughs) it simply doesn't happen you if you're gonna not have health if you don't ever take care of a ruptured country that comes along and so the the Jesus focused life requires life that don't reflect on Jesus very well Sins, earthly cravings and appetites. And then he goes on to talking about now you must also rid yourselves of all such things as these anger, do not lie to each other, since you have taken off your old self with its in, its, in the image of its creator. Here there's no, but Christ is all and is in all. Some past habits. Some of that is recognizing well, I' coming out in me, and I need to I need to change this of the mouth and the tongue now i i don 't know if this is just annoys me to put clothes in the hamper because um, and I, I just there's something sad that comes about about at the end of the para the next time you put on, and I would just you know wear the same clothes all week long that that's that's me now. Um, (laughs) that, that's what I work in life very well. People think something's wrong with the pastor. If he wears I I don't have to take many clothes with me. I could just wear the same things and nobody cares. Um, you know, sometimes you also have clothes that you, you just hang on one day out at the old house. And, um, Joanne was, it was absolutely threadbare. I mean, the thing was falling apart and Joanne says, Oh, why do you keep putting that thing on? It's not like he old shirt, and he refused to throw it away, and I'm sure saw it again anyway. <laughs> but but anyway, sometimes we just happen to you. If all of a sudden you have the body that you really, some of us don't. And, and what would happen if you just all of a sudden ended up change the clothes that you put on that body? Probably very well and wouldn't make that body just glow a body and Paul says that you and I need to go look as good as it can as opposed to the is go out and get a new wardrobe and he said these are the things and get the new wardrobe on and he's not talking to us about the new wardrobe yet but he says throwing out the old and you look at the closet and say I have nothing to wear right Whatever. Patterns of attitude and speech. But we need to be changed. if When I look at D.Y.I. is we can do with that old house. And, um, you know, she can take whatever that is. And, uh, you know, things can get damaged through that kind of stuff. And she'll just buy it before they're ready to plow the thing over and, uh, but you know the inside of this thing is even a lot more glamorous. But there wasn't any one room. I wanted models and restores it. Well, I want to say to us today, you and I sparkled with the image of God. That's the way we were created, and all of that. And God is in the rehab business of conforming heaven to start that. You see, there are people who believe that God's God's going to finish it because he's not he's not going to get the job done here. But start the rehab business today. He wants to start the rehab business. He wants to conform us to the image of his son, set on things above, set on Jesus. We have to think about Jesus if we are going to us. And then he says there's no human distinctions here. This rehab, because they're circumcised and just because they're part of the nation of Israel. God, long we've been Christian, whether we grew up in the church or whether we grew up with no religious have business in us. Just as a wedding, set, salvation sets each one of us apart exclusively for the verse of scripture where Paul says, "Now you take these off. This is what you need to put on." Therefore, as God's chosen people, holy, dearly loved by God. Chosen by God. Clothe yourselves. Patience, Bear with each other and forgive one another. If any of you has a grievance against these virtues, put on love, which binds them all together. Imperfect habits are never replaced. When did you hear that? Old habits are put in place. You can't just throw something on Put it back on. If you don't have a new habit. But Paul says these are the new habits that we need to adopt. Humility. Um, humility is really thinking properly of ourselves. Thinking is to think of ourselves, not the way other people think of us, but the way, how does God, his power under control, or patience. Being long, being bare with each other, or the King James, I believe, uses the word forbearance there. On things that are too small to sweat. Things that are bigger than that. They're, they're too big to drop. And so there you have to forgive. And so you have to forgive. And, and the reason you forgive is not so much for the benefit. You will develop such malice and hatred and stuff in your heart. That it begins to... talks about love. And he ties... I, I want you to see there. Compassion. Uh, Jesus looked on the crowds and had, and then love uh, springs into action.